Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Back at it again in the Monday night football game, the Dallas Cowboys, who are the the, the one team that has been invincible when it comes to to television ratings. And uh, no matter what, no matter what kind of deep, dark place the NFL finds it in, in politically, the Dallas Cowboys have been gold. They have been absolute gold. Uh, the Cardinals, uh, not so much. The Cardinals, not so much. And uh, so they squared off head-to-head, mano a mano. If you're an old fart, old division rivals going at it. And the Dallas Cowboys in the first quarter did not look so good. Did not look so good. was shocked that it was only a seven-point game at the end of the first quarter. But in the end, the Cowboys able to out-muscle the Arizona Cardinals. And they get a 28-17 to win behind a combination of things. Now, Dak Prescott's getting all the credit because the quarterback gets all the glory, and that's the way that it works. The quarterback gets all the glory. But overall, if you were to break down the Cowboys' performance, uh, it looked like the defense wasn't going to be able to stop Carson Palmer in the first half uh, early in the game. And then as the game progressed, they they made some adjustments. The, The final numbers were good for Carson Palmer, but overall in the second half, it didn't feel didn't feel like he played as well. Didn't feel like he played as well. But the story that everyone's buzzing about is Jerry Jones and what happened prior to the game and the the, 
the speculation the internet was blowing up. Would, would Jerry Jones allow the Cowboys to protest? Would there be some kind of America's team? How would they handle this? The big stage, a primetime game, last game of the weekend, a week three. So what happened? You watched the game there? Did you check out Monday Night Football? Who who doesn't get excited about the, the pregame now? Man, you got to tune in early to watch the anthem. That's what it's all about. That's what everyone's talking about. But th- there they were, Cowboys and Cardinals. And uh, not only did they lock horns in the game, but they uh, they were all uh, locked up prior to the game. So if you missed it because you did the overnight, you didn't check it out. Uh, the firestorm from the weekend. They couldn't not do something, right? I mean, that's the, the mandate came down from whether it was the Players Association or the NFL that you have to get you have to get something done here. And so Jerry Jones and the entire Dallas Cowboy team, they nailed! Jerry Jones nailed! But there's a catch. It was before the anthem. It was prior to the anthem. So that's just like randomly kneeling in the park. Uh, just <laughs> Am I right? I mean, it's just kind of... I'm going to kneel. I feel like taking a knee. I'm impressed that Jerry Jones at his age is able to kneel. I think that's a great accomplishment, that Jerry is able to kneel like that. Uh, and, and then they all stood for the anthem. So they kneeled prior, if you're keeping score, and then they stood for the anthem. And so people are yapping about this. We'll talk about it here. Uh, last week, we played the sound on our show yesterday from Jerry Jones, the comment in regards to Jerry Jones' thoughts on the player protest, and prior to uh, Donald Trump's comments on Friday, Jerry Jones had been very clear. He said players should not protest before the National Anthem, and uh, change of heart there, a change. Again, they didn't kneel during the anthem. They stood for the anthem. The, the, the locked arms thing was their move there. So the question is this. What do you make of the Dallas Cowboys situation, uh, what they were able to do, because everyone was looking at Adam Jerry Jones had been very boisterous in the past. There were some internet rumors, some memes that were going around that Jerry Jones had said uh, when Kaepernick started this uh, disease in football that uh, he did not want anyone in the Dallas Cowboys doing any of this. And uh, here we are a year later and the Cowboys are joining the fray. Uh, to a point, to a point, they didn't actually kneel uh, during the anthem, but uh, the, the obvious takeaways the the word compromise keeps coming up i'll also throw the word in bullied and 50 shades of protest that's what i learned this weekend in the nfl and i'll walk you through this now first of all jerry jones uh, had to meet in the middle of the road he had to meet in the middle of the road this was a concession by the cowboys uh, ceo and let's hear from jerry right now jerry's never hidden from a microphone uh, he never, he sees a camera, he gets excited, wants to make sure his face looks right, the whole thing. Uh, here is Jerry Jones, the CEO, the general manager of the Dallas Cowboys, giving a statement on what the Cowboys did there. The reason that I'm particularly proud of this team and the, the coaches that coached them uh, is the because we all agreed that uh, our players wanted to make a statement about unity and we wanted to make a statement about uh, equality. It was real easy for everybody in our organization to see that the message of, of a unity, the message of equality, was getting, if you will, pushed aside or diminished by the controversy. 
We even had uh, a, the circumstances that it was being made into a controversy. Do you think anything's really been accomplished here other than a lot of people getting upset? Like, seriously. Like, if you really believe that the goal of all of this was to help people out, who's exactly being helped? Who? Give me the list. I, I'm trying to figure it out. I, I'm being honest here. I'm not being a jackass. Well, maybe I am being a jackass, but I really don't know. I mean, I'm just I, a lot of people are upset on both sides of the aisle. But what exactly has been accomplished other than just upsetting people? Like, am I missing something here? I mean, could someone explain to me some actually hard data that shows me that something's been accomplished by all this? Uh, here's more from Jerry Jones who pumps his chest out and talks about the Cowboys and the flag and all that. I'm very proud of the fact that the Dallas Cowboys and our players have always stood, always stood for the flag and stood to the flag and the recognition of the flag, always. Uh, What is important is to figure out that to do that and to uh, show the kind of respect and the perception of respect how could they basically, in front of a national audience, so unity and uh, uh, a statement for equality? Yeah, uh, you, those are the buzzwords, right? You got to get all the buzzwords: unity, equality. Uh, what other buzzwords are there? Are there any other buzzwords? Those are like the big two that have been repeated and regurgitated over and over uh, this weekend. But we mentioned the concession, and this was a concession; it was a compromise. Uh, and uh, Jerry Jones, judging by what he said last week in the sound that we played on the Fox Business Channel, it would appear that uh, Jerry Jones, the football world, bullied Jerry Jones. Like uh, Jerry Jones, and they weren't—they didn't actually protest during the anthem, but just even the kneel before was so far outside of where Jerry Jones was a week ago that he had no choice but to reach a compromise. The, the, the football world said, "Hey, this is what we're doing." And while Jerry Jones loves America and he loves all of uh, you know the, the whole thing, the whole ball of wax, he loves money, he loves the Cowboys, he loves being part of the NFL. And so if the NFL world said, Jerry, this is what we're doing, you got to do it, uh, this was a way to preserve the relationships that he has in the NFL. Uh, this is what, what we had here. Here's uh, Jason Garrett, who's, God, he's still the Cowboy coach? My God, he's been there for a while. Here's Jason Garrett giving you more of the buzzwords of the day in the NFL. The objectives, as much as anything else, uh, were to somehow, some way, demonstrate unity and demonstrate equality. Bam! And, and do so uh, without any way involving the American flag and the national anthem. All right, so that's Jason here. So again, just to, there'll be a test later. The two buzzwords repeated by all these people, unity and equality. Unity and equality. And... Uh, was anything accomplished there? Maybe it was. Maybe there was a bunch accomplished. Uh, now, secondly, the anthem protest. Uh, very complicated. Very complicated business, these anthem protests. I learned this this weekend. There are 50 shades of protest, right? Because we saw the Seahawks and Titans stay in the locker room. Do you hide in the tunnel? That's what the Steelers did in Chicago. Well, some of them. Do you sit on the bench? That's what the Raiders did. The vast majority of NFL teams did the locked arm thing. That was the number one move in the different shades of rebuttal of the Donald, right? You, you did a lot of the different things, but you had the, the hide in the tunnel, the locker room, sit on the bench, but most teams went with the locked arm. 
Uh, that was the move. Now, I am convinced that some NFL teams, they, I'll go 10%. I'm going to go 10% of NFL teams. For them, this decision was more complex than the actual playbook for what plays they're going to run during the game. The, like the, the, the corporate meetings, the spin doctors that were involved in all this, the positioning, uh, it, it certainly appears that way. And the final word here, what happens next? Question we asked yesterday, and sure enough, Donald Trump did not disappoint. He sent out a barrage of comments on Twitter in the morning, the usual 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern block when he does that. And I would think, at least in the short term, I would expect Donald Trump to continue to troll NFL players, and I would expect the NFL players and the people that work in the NFL to continue to take the bait. Uh, and this is going to go on for the, the, the near future. Now, something will come along that will knock all this off the map, and there'll be some other story that takes attention. But I would believe in the short term that this is going to continue, right? The players will see something that tw- that Trump either tweets out or says at a news conference, and then they're going to lash out, and they're going to overreach, and they're going to end up uh, you know, fighting back, and they'll end up alienating some more uh, fans. And so it's like wash, rinse, and repeat, and the cycle is going to continue uh, for the near future, near future. I, I was asked this question in an interview I did earlier, and I said I, es- I guesstimated two more weeks, like one this weekend, and then it'll kind of fade and die out sometime the week after. So that's my – and I am a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, uh, so I have the ability to foreshadow events. I have that, I have that skill – uh, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. Remember, Eddie, unity yes. and equality. Those are the buzzwords. Those are the buzzwords. The NFL uh, players and the coaches and these guys, they keep repeating those two words. Those are the talking points. Uh, yeah, I understand. I, yeah. I heard Jerry Jones say uh, that quite a bit. And yeah. then you heard Jason Garrett parrot what Jerry Jones well. is saying. That's not a surprise, right? I mean, <laughs> that's his move, and I don't blame him for doing it. That was that was his thing right there, side yeah. by side. When the owner and the boss and the general manager says something, uh, you say that too. So one other uh, takeaway from the actual game, and I know we're yes. not, we don't want to take we don't want too too much about the game. That's not a good talker. The controversy is what drives conversation, Eddie. But the Dallas Cowboys are a beatable team. The Cardinals aren't that. I don't good. know any team in the NFL that isn't beatable right now. Nah, but the Cowboys last year had this kind of sense to them that they were really really good i don't i didn't the game i watched monday i didn't get the sense boy that I, cowboy I team is boy they're really, really i don't good. disagree with you but who is that team right now the la I rams think- <laughs> los angeles rams <laughs> who by the way and he uh, play the cowboys I, i'm sorry i thought we were having a serious conversation who play, we are we're doing sports talk radio very yeah. serious yeah, yeah, yeah. The well cowboys they're serious and rams. the rams you know oh, no. the best team oh, yeah. that's right look at your nfc west standings eddie i would like you to can you pull those out right now NFC West standings. I want you to see who's on top. I'm sure it's probably Seattle, right? They were in the Super Bowl a few years back, and they won the whole thing. It's probably Seattle. They're in first place, right? Uh, no, they're no. not. What about the 49ers? They used to be really good when I was a kid. And that they was had a legends. long time ago. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but they had legends and stuff. I mean, yeah. they're probably the Niners. They're in first place? Of no? course not. They're no. terrible. All no. right. Well, what about the Cardinals? They were just in the Super Bowl. You know, not that long ago against the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Uh, they have had some good players in recent years. It's got to be the Cardinals that are in first place, right? Uh, no. No? Oh, my God. That means the Rams are in first place? Ram it all day and ram yeah! It all day. Woo! 
And they are tied, yeah, Eddie. I'm sure they'll stay there all season. That's right. And uh, you are correct. You're a the smart man. That is they accurate. They are really good by beating the 49ers a, and the Colts. They are a battering ram. What one do they ram. have to prove, everybody? They are a battering ram. I don't need your negativity. Uh, what am I? What I negativity? Need, I need I'm unity. Totally I agree need with unity you. on this juggernaut. show. Juggernaut. I need unity on this show. How who, who, who are they playing next? By the way? They play the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, and that's, that's a, a win. That is a win. A giant W for the Yeah, for the, the Cowboys are beatable, but they ain't going to lose to the Rams. They are going to lose to the Rams. Rams! The insto- unstoppable. Or uh, unstoppable. Sure. Goff. Come on, make up a word. And how many teams in the NFL have a better record than the Rams? Go ahead, Eddie. Go ahead. Two. That's right. The Rams have the third best record in the NFL right now. Third uh, best record they are tied with in the national football. I don't care about the other teams, Eddie. <laughs> they they have the third best record in the NFL yeah. right now. And who's, Along with the Buffalo Bills. And who, uh, let me the, ask you this. Just, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Here's another question. Who scored the most points in the NFL, Eddie? Go ahead. Who scored the most points well, in the I, NFL? I don't really know, but I'm going to guess know? it's the Rams. No, that's correct, Eddie. That's right. You win. Congratulations. Let's see. You here. win a golden ticket. The L.A. Rams have scored the most points in the NFL. Yeah. That is yeah. Who has the third best point differential I'm, in the NFL? I'm tired of playing Go this ahead. Game. No, it's a fun game. It's I like not, playing the game. Really, it's really stupid. It, it's a fun game, Eddie. That's I am right. such a radio loser. Oh, the L.A. Truth. Rams, Eddie, have the third best point differential in football. Better than the Broncos. Better than the Raiders. Better than your Pittsburgh Steelers. Danny, can we the save Rams. this for like you know in three weeks when they're you know the Rams are where no, they're no, supposed no, to no, be? No, 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 no. Play is, this back. These are the millennial Rams. You guys have old farts coaching your teams. I've got a hip, cool millennial. Oh yeah, you in, lo- <laughs> and you loved him right from the start, in, right? I, Eddie, I yeah. said I'd give him a month. I gave him a month. I like yeah. what I see. I'm wait, I'm on wait, board. Wait till two months. McVay, we trust. In McVay, we trust, Eddie. Who? This guy's great. He's got good facial hair. Offensive wizard is what this guy is. Never heard of him. Like a ninja with the playbook. So it's just shocking how good they are. Everyone's scared of the Rams yeah, right now. It is shocking. Yeah, they are. That's right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And the story everyone's talking about continues to be the NFL players versus Donald Trump. And it continued on Monday night. The Dallas Cowboys-Arizona Cardinals played a Monday night game. And the Cardinals played well in the first quarter. And eh, that was pretty much it. Although it was competitive, Dallas able to pull away in the late stages of that game. The Cowboys get a win. So they're 2-1. The Cardinals are 1-2. and two, But... A story that has continued to involve not just the Cowboys taking uh, a knee prior prior to the anthem and then locking arms once the game uh, anthem was played, uh, but the story from Sunday was that one player in particular stood out. There was one guy that stood out among all the rest of the NFL players for week three of the NFL, and it was a weekend stuffed with uh, anti-flag protests and we're going to get back at Donald Trump and the buzzwords were flying, unity and equality, repeated as talking points by everyone in the NFL uh, who spoke in front of a microphone. And then you had Alejandro Villanueva, who appeared to be a beacon of hope for the re- the vast majority of Americans that uh, are disgusted uh, by this. 72% prior, there was a poll done last week that said 72% were against the protest during the national anthem. And so this guy Villanueva stood up while the rest of the Pittsburgh Steelers hid in the cover of the tunnel at Soldier Field, Villanueva stood out there, and uh, this guy was celebrated all over the place on Sunday evening once the photo went around of him standing by himself while the national anthem played. And if you don't know his story, you 
probably don't unless you're a diehard Steeler fan, but he's a massive left tackle, this guy Alejandro Villanueva, and he's a former Army Ranger. He's a former Army Ranger, and there he was. He stood alone as the flag wave, right? The national anthem played, the rest of the Steelers there, as I said, hiding in the cover of darkness in the tunnel at Soldier Field. And, uh, well, now now that he has been celebrated and used as an icon uh, in this story, uh, Villanueva is, for, for some odd reason, doing the walk of shame. He is trying to distance himself from all of this. And uh, here is, if you missed it, the apology. He apologized. This is, uh, this is great. The apology for doing the right thing from the Steeler lineman. Regardless of, of this plan, very few players knew that I was going to the tunnel because I only asked the team leadership. And so because of that, I didn't give them an opportunity to stand with me against the national anthem. Um, that, that is the very embarrassing part uh, of my end and, and what transpires. All right, so the, the microphone was uh, outside. Oh, I think we were in Harrisburg. We had the microphone. Uh, and uh, so it's a little boom mic, but it, you could kind of hear it. Uh, anyway, so let's get to the point here. You heard, I hope you heard that. Uh, this guy Villanueva swearing that he was not trying to make a political statement, instead blaming everything on a miscommunication. You heard him use the, the words very embarrassing. Very embarrassing were the words he used. So the, the question here, as we chap, chat about this, should the Steeler lineman that stood up for the national anthem, Alejandro Villanueva, feel embarrassed by his actions? Now, the obvious answer, which happens to be the right answer, is absolutely not. A couple of takeaways from this. It's very obvious that there's damage control going on right now, uh, anti-Kaepernick, and the rubber chicken. Yeah, let me walk you through this. Now, now, we'll start with the fact that Mike Tomlin and others around the Steelers were clearly upset. This made everyone look silly from Pittsburgh because you had Mike Tomlin and the, the teammates of Villanueva look incredibly bad, right? Everyone's united, right? Unity and all this stuff. And you had one guy who happened to be an Army Ranger uh, who did time, you know, did tours of duty in the Middle East. Here's a guy standing up for the national anthem while the rest of you stooges are hiding in the tunnel. Uh, made you look kind of bad, right? And so, so then, especially in a place like Pittsburgh, I've seen some of the videos. I know they are. You know, few few things don't mean the, the whole, but there's a few people burning Steeler memorabilia because of this. Uh, but in a town like Pittsburgh, the Star Spangled Banner uh, has a has a more of a, a meaning, I guess, in some other places. I think that's a fair statement to make. In Villanueva, his comments, you heard a little bit of his apology there uh, about him being embarrassed and all this embarrassment. Uh, that's damage control, right? His team, the team he plays for, wanted to present a unified front or protest, and that all went out the window. The, the photo going around did not show anyone on, a, on the Pittsburgh Steelers other than Alejandro Villanueva standing for the national anthem, which made them all look silly, made them all look like fools. And in addition to that, the optics obviously matter. Otherwise, we wouldn't get that apology. And whether it was intentional or unintentional, uh, the act that took place there. The real humiliation in all of this is again on the rest of the team. W- when the legend becomes the fact, you print the legend. The legend was born on Sunday with that photo that he was there, Villanueva standing by himself 
while the rest of the team was hiding underneath. And, and that's the way it is. I mean, so you know, he he is the the face. Apparently, he doesn't want to be the face of the uh, the the counter, if you will, of the athletes taking a knee and all that. And while Colin Kaepernick is the symbol uh, for Black Lives Matter and that movement, Villanueva has already been he's already been anointed the anti-Kaepernick because of what he did, and now he's pushing back on that because clearly some people who work for the Steelers are offended by what he did, and whether, again, intentional or unintentional. And that's just not my opinion that there are people regretting this. That is a fact. Ben Roethlisberger, he went on the record saying that he regrets not joining Villanueva. Now, why is that? Why do you think Ben Roethlisberger has regrets? Do you think it's because he's been peppered with negative comments directed his way? Could that be one of the reasons that Roethlisberger, the PR battle, that he has that position? Now, the last observation on this. The, uh, the lineman here, Alejandro Villanueva, left tackle for the Steelers, who I've never mentioned his name on the air before. Uh, and I guess I'll talk about him more in the future. Maybe I will. Maybe we won't. Uh, but a rather nondescript NFL player. Offensive lineman, by rule, are not supposed to be known. There's only two ways offensive linemen get publicity, generally speaking. That's at the NFL draft where every team says, boy, you got to have a rock-solid offensive line. Games are won in the trenches. And guys call sports radio and post things on social media, all excited, we got this great offensive line, and then you don't pay any attention to them. Unless the other way they become famous is by sucking and being terrible. Uh, look at that guy Flowers for the Giants, Eric Flowers, I believe is his name. Can't stop anybody, right? He just gets destroyed. People know his name because he's bad at his job. But if you're a good offensive lineman, no one will know who you are. You will be faceless, right? You will, you, the most important part of the team, right, protecting the quarterback, and no one will know who you are unless you're bad at your job. So the, the villain away thing, the fact that we don't know his story nationally is not a shocker. But because of what happened on Sunday, even with his apology, even with his apology, he's no longer a nobody. He's a somebody. And Villanueva is now held in high regard, maybe not as much high regard as he would have, was before the apology, uh, by the patriotic types. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean? It, it means that he had the number one selling jersey for men and women in the NFL in the 24 hours after the day of protest among NFL players, that his jersey, number one, men and women, uh, and the hours after that. And, uh, of course, the irony in that is that people buying the jersey thinking they're somehow getting back at the players kneeling, all of the money when you buy an NFL jersey, even the people that are buying, like, Kaepernick jerseys, it goes into a pool and gets divided among all the players. So even the people that are, like, buying Kaepernick's jersey trying to say, oh, we're going to stick it to the man, it's going to everyone else. And the same thing with Villanueva. The money's divvied up, and it's spread, uh, spread around and all that. So the people kneeling got the same cut of money as Villanueva. Uh, it, it also means that Villanueva, when he's done playing in the NFL, he can enjoy the rubber chicken circuit. The rubber chicken circuit is where you write a book, and then you go out and you speak, and you get paid ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 per appearance. This guy's 29 years old. I don't believe he's written a book yet. He's got a good story, though, the fact that he's you talk about an unusual path. Army Ranger, uh, he's done three tours of duty in Afghanistan. That's, that's a book. Right? And he's in the NFL. He's got a book deal. Uh, so he's got that if he wants when he's done playing. He can make money as a public speaker. 
Wasn't Michael Sam doing that for a while? He never even played a regular season game in the NFL. He was doing like the rubber chicken circuit going around speaking about his story. So Villanueva is set up in that department. It is the Ben Maller Show. The Ben Maller Show on Fox as we yap the night away, the night away, and Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Right over it. Yeah, Ben, and, uh, I, yeah. I I think the uh, the Alejandro Villanueva thing kind of shows a uh, miscalculation on the part of, of Mike Tomlin, who wanted the players to come to some kind of consensus as to how they were going to make their statement, right? Yeah. So, there's but there's no way you can get 53 guys to all agree on what they want to do. Yeah, so, I, and I, I, don't, I don't know what you feel, but I don't believe – the story that Villanueva is sharing. I, it's a good story, and I think he's doing this because his bosses are upset with him. I, th- I, don't I think he's it. doing this because he feels like he threw his teammates under the bus. Well, he did throw them under the bus. Right. That's why he's doing <laughs> this. But I, 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 I think – here's what I think happened. They had a team meeting, and they agreed they were going to stay in the tunnel and not come out. And then when it came down to it, he felt like, I can't do this. I don't feel that this is right, and I'm going to go out and do my thing. And yeah. sorry, I'll deal with the rest of it later. Yeah. And and the, I, all the rest I, I, of his I mean, teammates were like, whoa, whoa, we, we had all agreed we were staying in here. Where are you, you, know, where are you going? Think, think about where we're at in, in the country where a military veteran, a guy that did three tours in Afghanistan, has to apologize for standing up for the national well, anthem. I don't, I, but I don't, I, mean, think he, just, I, mean, I don't think he's apologizing for that. I think he he's, is, apologizing he's apologizing because he made his teammates look he's, bad. He's, he made it look like – He's essentially he, apologizing because they didn't want him to stand for the national anthem. So he's, he did it, and he's apologizing for it because he stood alone. But, he, he, still, but ultimately he's apologizing because of what he did, standing for the anthem. Right. But That's he's, what he's doing. He's sorry because it. he made it look like, oh, the guys are all not with me. I'm, I'm out well, they here. Were with him. But <laughs> they, they were with them. But they had agreed beforehand that this was what they were going to do. And so they thought everyone was on the same page. And then when he went out there, they're like, whoa, what's going on? I thought we yeah. were all doing well, the listen, same thing. He looks good. They look like idiots. And it's the world goes on. And uh, life will continue. And the, the Steelers will play another game. Next week, and that's uh, that's the way that it is. But uh, this guy's gonna he can make some money if he wants with the book deal and all that. And uh, his jersey was selling all over the place. That story kept going around all day on Monday. Now we don't do shout outs on the show, Eddie, because we're not a morning zoo show. Well, I know so that we don't do that. But if we did do shout outs, we might we might say hello to our friend Sports with Coleman, who's got he's uh, driving somewhere in the state of Florida right now, from what I understand. In the he's going from Sarasota to Tampa which is a very aesthetically pleasing drive, especially at night. Yeah. There's a lot to look at, Eddie. A lot of, lot of cool things to look at there, uh, unless there's not. And so, uh, happy birthday. Does he, does he want me to give his age? I don't know. Am I allowed to give his age? I don't know. Do you know his age? I know his age, but see. How do you know his age? Well, we're radio friends. When you're radio I, I, we're friends. We're radio friends. I don't know your age. I don't know your age either. Yeah, so. well, well, I'm, well, him, like I've known him for years. I've never actually met him, though. Isn't that weird? I've met his friends. A bit, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've known him. He's like a pen pal. And I've known Sports with Coleman for many years. Boy, there's an outdated reference. A pen pal. Well, a text pal? I mean, what is, that sounds... Uh, that, that sounds Sounds old. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's my text pal. He's your FWB. Uh, yeah. I've Brother. Actually, the funny thing is, I've met friends of his. Like, Sports with Coleman. Some of his buddies that are friends that, that travel through the area that we live in do the show from. So it's a weird, weird situation. But he's a good guy. Having the time of his life. Yes, he's having the time of his life. So happy birthday to our friend Sports with Coleman, who has been uh, been good. At, he listens to the show all the time. Big radio. He's a radio mogul in Baltimore. Eddie. 
and friends with Harbaugh, the coach of the Ravens. John Harbaugh is a buddy of his. That's why Harbaugh calls the show. That could be why Harbaugh calls the show. It's all everything's connected. Everything, as a weed man hippie likes to say, everything in the cosmos is is connected. It's all, it's all tied together. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It's Mallard of the third degree, and we have the Coupe de Loop. Chargers fans everywhere are always ready to Where defend. are those Charger fans? That's a good, that's a good question. But the, the few that exist out there, yeah. they're always ready to defend Phillip Rivers to the death. They'll, they'll argue with you till they're blue in the face that Rivers is an elite quarterback. However, here we are, and the Chargers are 0-3, and they had a pretty bad game this past Sunday. Now, Anthony Lynn said... You might say that we're the same old Chargers. Well, right now we are. Ben, it seems that the Chargers have tried everything at this point. Is getting rid of Rivers the only way for this team to shake things up? Uh, no, they're not going to do that. that. That is a card that is not in the deck. The Chargers as a franchise don't have the balls to trade Phillip Rivers. They don't. Uh, and there's a couple reasons why. A, Phillip Rivers is in the final chapter of his career. He's an icon for that, t- that franchise and more importantly, Rivers has never seriously publicly or even privately uh, considered leaving the Bulls recently. There were some stories out, fake stories, a couple of years ago when they moved to L.A., uh, when they were going to move to L.A. that he wanted out. Clearly that's not the case. He still lives in San Diego, and he spends $200,000 a year to commute back and forth between San Diego and Los Angeles. And B, the trades – do not happen often in the NFL. These kind of trades don't happen very often. And if the Chargers were to trade Rivers without his approval, that would be heartless Bill Belichick-like stuff, which I don't see the Chargers doing. The, Rivers is 35 years old, and he is showing signs of being a washed-up quarterback. The evidence that I will present to you, if you look at the last 16 games he's played in, he's got 25 interceptions. 25, uh, 6.55 yards per attempt. Those are not good numbers, not good at all for Phillip Rivers. So no one's going to trade for that player. Now, is he going to have a rebirth in another city? Uh, Unlikely. But right now, if you look around the landscape of teams that would be interested in him, it does not seem like there's any real good fit at this point. Now, that could change if a headline team loses their quarterback but no, not going to happen. All right, next. Now, something that didn't get too much airplay yesterday was the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars now have two big blowout wins on the season. Ben, do you think that this team is legit and is just a better quarterback away from being a serious contender? I like the fact that we talk more about Jacksonville football than any other syndicated show in America. I mean, cl- clearly, Jacksonville, you got to be impressed with what they did in London. I, would, I didn't watch the game. I was sleeping. Uh, that's, that was played in the middle of the night for me. But looking at the numbers, it uh, was very impressive, the, the, the domination situation against sports with Coleman's Ravens. But a couple of things. Uh, I don't believe that they're le- legit. And even if they had a, a different quarterback, you know, would they be taken more seriously? Uh, yeah, but even with that, you know, the, the first thing, Blake Bortles is a pain in the neck. He has been atrocious since jump. Right, when he arrived there. And every so often, he'll tease you with a performance like he had in London. 
But consistency matters, and that is not what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis. And secondly, the Jacksonville defense does look like the real McCoy. All right, they they are not serving up chop liver here, and they've got all those first-round picks and the free agents they've added. My advice is the same. My advice is the same. I told them to do this before the year. They can't get this guy right now, but he'll probably be a free agent at the end of the year. Alex Smith. They could have got him before the year. Kansas City was flirting with going with their first-round pick, the hot shot uh, draft pick. But now Alex Smith has played three good games in a row, so he's locked in. But you look, after the year, Jacksonville, they always have a lot of money, and you got Kirk Cousins, Drew Brees, and Sam Bradford, all free agents. They will go after one of those guys. Next! Another thing that we didn't touch on was that complete idiot on the Bears, Marcus Cooper. Any relation? No. Okay. He pulled one of the most boneheaded moves in history when he slowed down the goal line and was sack stripped before crossing the plane of the goal. Go! Yes, now luckily for him, the Bears were still able to kick a field goal and later on win the game. Now, Ben, if you were a teammate of Cooper's, would you be able to move past that horrendous play since you ended up winning the game anyway? Yeah, I'm going to go no. Uh, I'm going to go no on this. We see this play every five years or so in the NFL. Some uh, knucklehead does this. Uh, But Marcus Cooper, I would think, is going to get a cold shoulder when the Bears go back to work. A a couple of things. Number one, clearly this version of Cooper uh, was guilty of a premature celebration. No way to slice it other than that. And if, if you could have had one of those cartoon bubbles over his head at, when he was at the one-yard line, and I'm telling you, his brain was spinning like a slot machine. And he was like, all right, what kind of celebration should I do at this point? Should I do the worm? Should I do the jitterbug? I'm about to score a touchdown. What kind, Maybe the nay-nay. I'll do the nay-nay in the end zone. And then all of a sudden, ah! the ball goes out of the end zone. And more, and he ran 72 yards, but he had to run another couple of yards. He ran 72 yards. He makes this mad dash and doesn't realize that he wasn't in the end zone. Man, and no, why would anyone on the Steelers hustle after him? What's wrong with you? We're the Bears. We don't hustle. Why would you hustle? What's wrong with you people? You're making us look bad. Anyway, and the second thing, the, the Bears, they're, they're stuck with this guy. They just gave him a mid-sized contract, so they got to spin this, but – in Chicago, if they ended up losing the game, that would have been worthy of being released. Okay, that would have been worthy of being released. Now it's just you're going to be ostracized for a couple of weeks, and you've got to get back in favor with the the Bears. All right, there it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, we're getting a little late start on that because we had the sports astrologer, our friend Andrea, and then we had Weed Man Hippie, and you know, stuff happens. So, we adjust on the fly. Let's get to the game, though. And our contestants, our combatants in Mallers Mountain of Money, we have Mr. Wonderful. Hello, Mr. Wonderful. Good morning, Dan. Hello to you. You ready to go? I'm ready. All right, very good. And tell the guy in Sheboygan what you do for a living who happens to be near Beaver Dam. I work in telecommunications. Yeah, all right. Boring. Kind of a uh, general answer to a Somewhat specific question. Uh, hold on a sec. And we have Mark 
who's in Southern California in San Bernu. What's going on, Mark? Damn, what's going on? West Coast Mondays, we're, br- we're up bright and late. Bright and late? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got you. And what do you do there, Mark? Like, what am I doing right now? Or well, what kind of, well like, there's a guy in Beaver Dam that wants to know what you do for a living. He tells me, tell the people oh. what they, I want to know what they do. I want to learn about the people. I work in uh, law enforcement. Oh, you do? Okay. Can, All right. I do. Are you working now or you're, uh, you know, I won't no, tell I'm you. off. Oh, I'm off. off. Currently, okay. currently I'm off the, okay. you know, got hurt and said law enforcement. Can't get into too much detail. I hear you, but man. I've had a lot of time off getting a little snack. All right. So here I, always, I am. Look at that. A little late night snack. And where are you? What store are you at right now? What's the... The dog barking right here. Yeah, I just I just pulled in right now. Like a, Got some gas now. I'm home. Okay. All right. There's a lot of noise going on. All right, hold on a sec. Uh, Mr. Wonderful, what the hell is that? Mr. Wonderful, who would you like to partner up with, Mr. Wonderful? Uh, ben, uh, I, I me and you are going to win this one. That is correct. We'll That's a good job by you. And Mark, who would you like to partner up with, Mark? Uh, what's Eddie up to right now? How's uh, he doing? He's, he's uh, I don't know how, t- how tall I'm, are you, Eddie? I'm just waiting here, waiting to play the game. What are you up to? How tall are you, Eddie? <laughs> All, All right, right we got a classic the... matchup here. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful and Ben versus Mark and Eddie. All right, gentlemen, this week's edition is Paul Newman. He passed away nine years ago on this date, the legendary Paul Newman. That's, Category... a, that's a cowboy and Windsor move right there. Yeah. Uh, Coop learned that's from the, the best. Category one, popcorn. Category two, cars. Category three, cool hand Luke. Or category four, the hustler. Mr. Wonderful, you're on the line first. You get to choose first. I'll go cool hand Luke. Cool hand Luke, all right. All right. And, Mark, that leaves you with popcorn, cars, or the hustler. I'll go popcorn. All right, sounds good. And, Ben, you're going to be up first. 45 seconds is going to be on the clock. Gentlemen, on the board here. Uh, we have famous athletes or coaches from 10 to 100 points. We need the first and last name of these sports figures. And let's see, you picked Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. These athletes refused to conform and were fined for uniform violations. All on right. the radio, Holmes. Yeah, you're at Holmes, you're on the radio. All right, uh, here we go. Let's go, uh, Mr. Okay. Wonderful. 45 here we go. seconds. Off radio right now. Yes, Ben Maller. Yes, yes, Ben Maller. Yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Wonderful. uh, One one guy knows who I am. All right. uh, (laughs) I put Mark down for a little bit here. Can you put him down? Let me put him. Hold on. Let me put him down. Are you there, Mr. Wonderful? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. That was a disaster. All right. Here we go. Let's go. Here we go. Forty-five seconds. Go. All right. uh, Former quarterback of the 49ers started the protest movement. Colin Kaepernick. Correct. Uh, Running back for the Raiders, later the Seahawks. Beast uh, Mark Correct. Uh, former Bengals wide receiver known for his uh, flamboyant. Chad Ochocinco. Uh, or what's his other name? Chad Johnson. Correct. Uh, lineba- uh, actually, wide receiver for the Giants. Former Jets uh, wide receiver. Brandon Marshall. That is correct. Uh, former Patriots receiver. Concussions. Kentucky Derby handed out money. Wes Walker. That is correct. Uh, running back of the Indianapolis Colts right now. Former Niner running back. Frank Gore. Correct. Former Redskins DB. He was murdered years ago in Miami. Sean Taylor. Correct. Bam. Wow. Nice job. That is impressive work. That is impressive. Yeah, that was good. Good job by you. Five seconds left we on the We ran the board. Mr. Wonderful getting it done. All right. Good job, Mr. Right. Wonderful. Living up to your nickname. And now, Eddie, good luck. Uh, that one. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark's right, Mark. a distracted guy. I like this guy. Mark, focus. <laughs> Mark, are, right. you, are you ready, Mark? Uh, let's go. All, All right. right. They, they've thrown down the gauntlet now. you got to step up. You ready? 
Here we go. All right, All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Popcorn. Get your popcorn ready. These athletes perform or performed well on the big stage. 45 seconds on the clock. You ready? Yes. Go. NBA yes. star. He went from the Thunder to the Warriors. Kevin Durant. Yes. Uh, 49ers star wide receiver back in the day. Some consider him the greatest wide receiver of all time. Jerry Rice. Yes. Current Broncos star linebacker. He wears glasses. He does Old Spice commercials. Von Miller. Spurs best player. Got hurt in the playoffs. Uh, went to San Diego State. San Antonio Spurs. Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Former baseball pitcher, best known for having a bloody sock in the World Series. Kurt Schilling. Yes. Current Golden State standout off the bench. He was a finals MVP. Andre Iguodala. Yes. Former Steelers star wide receiver. He's half Korean, half black. Uh, Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, man. Nice. Here we go. We've got a good one. Coop gets yeah. excited about that. Well, hold on a sec. Wait you a minute. What's not to be excited about that? He didn't get excited when we ran the board. We, 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 we got a good we one. Answered. He didn't get excited Coop though. Coop the new. All right. Stop that. Uh, all right. Uh, everyone's they, quiet man, they, on the set. They also had five seconds left on the clock. All right. So all right. We are we, we straight are, up and down even right we now. We are even up. It's uh, three. What's three forties? The matching. Yes. All right. Yep. So tied at 340. We'll have the conclusion of a very competitive Mallers Mountain Money. I did not see that from Mark, he was distracted. There were dogs barking. There was a guy talking <laughs> to him. Uh, I did not see that from Mark. Uh, all right. I'm not going to lie. We, we, we will get to the if big finish of Mallers Mountain of Money. We'll do that next. A night without the Ben Maller shows like a daytime listening to one of those cookie-cutter radio programs. We're different. Join our community on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's get back to it. Now, normally the people that are trailing end up going first, but no Correct. one's trailing, so what are we going to do here? We'll, go, we'll go back to the leadoff hitter, which was right. Mr. Wonder. Very good. Mr. Wonderful, you want cars or the hustler? The hustler. The hustler. The hustler. All right. All right. That's the harder category, but we'll do it anyway. I don't care. These don't are some that. of the most overpaid athletes of all time. All right. all right. You ready, Mr. Wonderful? Let's do it. 45 seconds. Go. All right. Current quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. Joe Flacco. That's correct. Uh, Angels designated hitter, former Cardinal, number five. Albert Pujols. Correct. Packers linebacker, number 52. Uh, Clay Matthews, that is, that is accurate. Uh, former Chicago Bulls MVP, not Jordan. Played with the Knicks, now in the Cavaliers. He's always hurt. Derrick Rose. Correct. Uh, Purple Drank, old Raiders quarterback. Bust, first-round pick. Uh, Jamarcus Russell. Correct. Uh, the Panda, third baseman for the Giants and the Reds. Pablo Sandoval. Correct. 1990s Pirates, third baseman with Barry Bonds. Played with the Marlins. Was traded for Mike Piazza. Played with the Mets also. Overpaid. Howard Johnson? No, no. Keep going. Keep Fat guy. Uh, African-American, uh, I got nothing else. He's a bum. He got overpaid. Uh, the no. Mets still pay him like $3 yeah. million a year Bobby annually. Bonilla. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla. Still good. Yeah, not bad. 580 right. is the score to beat. All right, All right Mark. Okay, Mark. We run the Great. table, we win. Mark, your category go. is right. cars. These oh, athletes wrong. have car collections. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 Family friendly show with a language. Don't worry about the cars. Just just listen to the clues. Don't worry about the car thing. All right. Here we go. 45 seconds on the clock. Yep. Go. Biggest star in the NBA with the Cavaliers. LeBron James. Boxer just beat Conor McGregor. Floyd Mayweather. Former old school Yankee slugger, Mr. October. Derek Jeter. No, older than that. Yes. Yes. Current Astros pitcher. He just got traded from the Tigers. Kate Upton is his. Yes. Former soccer, soccer star from England, married a Spice Girl, bend it like Beckham. him. Yes. Former Yankee second baseman, now with the Mariners. Uh, don't Robinson you know? Cano. Yes. Uh, current Mets outfielder from Cuba, 
played with the A's and the Red Sox. Won the whole- yes, uh, that's that was, a winner. Well, that was the easier category, Woo! so you got and the easier the winner. One. That was double a- sweeps no. from Mark. Much uh, easier. You, you guys all get wow. props for that game. That was very good. Mark, good job, my man. That's that last race. That's you, Eddie. Team effort, Eddie. Good job, man. Right, well, Mr. And Mr. Wonderful, good job by you he, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough. Bobby Mania hasn't played since 2001, so it's uh, Well, if you would have given a better clue. I knew yes. that one. How many, I, I gave like five different clues. What are you talking about? Please, please. Good game, Ben. All right, good. Uh, listen, it was fun. It was competitive. Uh, I guess, Mark, you win the game. I'm going to give both these guys golden tickets. I, I, I don't that disagree with that. Right, you both I get golden, golden tickets. All right. Thank you, Mark. And Mr. Wonderful. Good job, boys. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Eddie. I'm glad the guy at the You're gas welcome. station knew who we were, Eddie. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.